Hey podcast listeners, Andy Clark here. This time in the Here in Holland podcast, we hear from an organization which has been collecting expat stories from around the world. So, internationals, what do you have in common? Well, there's the looking back. There is, of course, the homesickness, the nostalgia, the missing friends and family. And there's also the thrill of the new. There's also the excitement, the adventure, the, the experience of meeting other people who are different from you, but then finding that you have so much in common and learning from other cultures. And perhaps even a major role on the world stage. This idea of the globalization of the world and expats are really at the forefront of that and the ones who are in some sense a driving force. Sarah Bringhurst Familia is from the Expat Archive. Insights on international life from across the globe in this edition. We collect basically stories. We collect the life experiences of expats all over the world from anywhere in the world. And for us, an expat is just someone who lives in a country that's not their country of origin, but in a temporary way. So there's this idea that home is here, but home is also elsewhere. And what sort of stories do you collect? Uh, they take the form mostly of primary source documents. So we have a lot of letters, diaries, even things like tickets or invitations, anything that directly documents that experience of living abroad. So you've got a huge storage of, of, of material then, I guess. Yes, in fact, we're sitting right outside of it. <laughs> okay, and how did the expat archive get going? It was originally started by a group of, uh, at that time they were called Shell Wives, women whose husbands worked for Shell. This was in the early 90s, and Shell was about to celebrate its 100th anniversary. And they were planning this gala celebration, and the women felt like something should be done to honor the wives and the families who had supported their husbands in the expansion of Shell throughout the world. And since Shell wasn't doing anything, they decided to do something themselves which was to collect stories and write a book about those experiences of expat trailing spouses. And so they did publish that book, and it was so popular that they thought, we need a home for all these stories, we need to keep them. And so the archive grew out of that, and now it encompasses not only Shell, but um, expats anywhere from, for any reason. Do you have an idea of the, the amount of material you have? How many documents? Is it thousands? Um, yeah, definitely thousands. Uh, we Usually archives we measure in meters, and we have about uh, 55 meters of material. These are stories from all over the world. Is there a particular focus, or are there more stories from one particular region? Uh, we try to, we're trying to reach out, and our goal for this year is to get stories from everywhere in the world. Right now we have about 80 different countries represented. We have, because the main language of the archive is in English, we have a lot of Brits and Australians and Americans, a lot of also Dutch expats. But really, there's, it's quite diverse. They're from everywhere. And you also collect stories of expats in the Netherlands? Yes, we do, and we have a lot of those just because this is our location. Is there a common theme that you can uh, take from, from this uh, 55 metres of archives <laughs> that you have? Uh, is there a similar shared experience that exp expats have, no matter where they may be in the world? I would say yes, there are definitely threads that appear. There is, of course, the homesickness, the nostalgia, the missing friends and family, but there's also the excitement, the adventure, 
the the experience of meeting other people who are different from you, but then finding that you have so much in common and learning from other cultures. Those are some of the threads that I see. Do you have an example of a, a recent story you had from the Netherlands? Can you think of an example of something you had here recently, or what sorts of stories do you get from the Netherlands? Uh, yes, actually, I was at an information market for some recently arrived international students in the Netherlands, and one of them, uh, we have these postcards that we give people so they can just write a quick story down. And he wrote about his experience. He's from Slovakia. He wrote about his experience of hitchhiking on his way to come study in the Netherlands and uh, sleeping in someone's garden and <laughs> uh, the adventures he had along the way. So it's any sorts of stories, really. The experiences is just you want to document and get a, a broader picture as possible of expat's experience. Yes, exactly. We We see it as kind of... This idea of the globalization of the world and expats are really at the forefront of that and the ones who are, in some sense, a driving force. What sort of other sorts of stories do you get from the Netherlands? We actually did last year an exhibition in The Hague about how uh, expats have seen The Hague over the last 50 years. And it was really just wonderful and heartwarming to read. Uh, some of it was little stories like sitting in a Gisele cafe with bitterballen and beer and enjoying that with friends. People talked about their experiences having babies in the Netherlands and how that was different, how they enjoyed the experience of having the Kramsorg, which is not normal in most other countries in the world. That's and somebody who comes and helps you after you've had a, exactly. a kid and helps you at home with... with cleaning the house, and does, does lots of little chores for you. Exactly. And then there were, there were many mentions of flowers, of receiving flowers, of giving flowers, of seeing flowers everywhere. You're listening to the Here in Holland podcast, the podcast about life in the Netherlands for expats and those thinking about coming to the Netherlands. My guest for this episode is Sarah Bringhurst Familia. She's from the Expat Archive in The Hague. It's an organization dedicated to preserving stories of expat experiences from around the globe. We'll hear more from Sarah in just a moment and more about this story. You can cry in a moment, dear, but for now, just smile and wave. That's coming up, but first I'd like to reach out to you. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the Here in Holland podcast. I have many ways for you to get in touch. Facebook, for example, facebook.com forward slash podcast here in Holland. There's a WhatsApp number 06 12 42 83 87. Now, I know you won't remember that, so it's in the show notes. And it's also on my website, hereinholland.com. And there's even a good old-fashioned email address, hereinholland at gmail.com. Not too much of a surprise, that one. All of these details are in the show notes and also on the website, hereinholland.com. I'd love to hear from you. Podcasts rely on people spreading the word, so please share the love, get in touch, and tell me what you think about the podcast and suggest any topics for me to cover in the future. Okay, let's head back to Sarah. How can people submit stories to you if they, they hear this podcast and they think, hey, that's interesting, I'd like to take part? How can they do that? Uh, there are a number of different ways. They can make a formal donation of documents if they like. They can also write for our blog. There are many ways they can contact us. They can contact us on Facebook. They can email us at pr at expatarchive.com. 
Um, and then really we can talk to you about what your story is and how you would like to present it. There are a lot of different ways. I'll add the links in the show notes to the program so people can find find the web links as well. So you can uh, take part with the expat archive and and uh, deliver your stories if you would like to. What sort of material are you looking for? It's audio, video, everything? Yes, yes, indeed. Um, anything from old letters that your grandma had in her attic to your emails that you've sent with your friends and family Pretty much anything written or audio or video. We just don't accept any type of objects. Do you have an example of a story that's really moved you from the expat archive? You've been here for a couple of years, I understand. Have you come across a particular story which really stopped you in your tracks and thought, wow, this is a really fantastic story and this is, I'm so proud to have this in the archive? Well, the story of the founding of the archive is very inspiring to me, but there's, there's very much a thread of... Uh, this history of women who've been expats and who have supported each other. And one story that really comes to mind is from the 1940s. And there was a woman who, in that time, you had to go by steamboat. And she was about to join her husband overseas and um, leave everything that she knew Oh, no, actually, sorry. It was her husband who was leaving, and then she was going to join him. But uh, she was standing on the pier, and her husband was about to leave, and she got out her handkerchief, and her eyes were welling up, and the woman next to her gave her a hug, and she said, You can cry in a moment, dear, but for now, just smile and wave. And for me, that kind of encompasses this sisterhood that these expat wives had for many years and just that they were not alone, that there were other people who shared that same experience. And for me, that's what the archive is. I read these experiences, and I feel like I share them too, across the years, across the distance. Universal human stories, which are ongoing today, so those expat experiences from the 1940s still have resonance now. Exactly, exactly. It's beautiful. I guess not all expat experiences are positive. What sorts of material do you have reflecting the downsides of expat life? (laughs) Well, there's plenty of culture shock, uh, tasting new foods that you don't like, or not being able to find the types of foods that you really want to have from home that you miss. We are right now compiling a cookbook. We're compiling recipes from the archive. And it's interesting what people did to substitute ingredients or the new recipes that they've learned. But we had one researcher come and research nostalgia and homesickness And one of the things she said, she was in a particular collection and had over a hundred letters that this person wrote home during one year. And she said just the volume of letters just speaks to the homesickness that that this person felt. And and was there advice then to deal with that homesickness? Uh, I think most of the time you don't see advice so much as how people lived through it. And that's different for everyone. I mean, for it can be making new friends in your new destination, keeping in touch as well. And we see that changing over the years. First, it's letters, then maybe phone calls, and now email and WhatsApp and and these very instantaneous modes of communication. But it's not clear to me whether that makes it easier or more difficult to miss home, the fact that we can be instantly in communication. The archive is used for academic research. So various academics have been and, and dived into your archive. Is there a common theme from their research? Do they say being an expat is largely a positive experience, something which will enrich your life? Or do they say 
it can be negative or it is negative largely. Is there a kind of theme that you can extrapolate from, from the research? <laughs> I would say on the question of the positives and negatives, everyone has a different perspective. Most of the people who come here and work here and research here are expats ourselves. And so I think we are motivated to put a positive spin on it. Um, but there are people who feel they've been scarred by the experience, and particularly when you get into talking about third culture children, children who grow up in a culture that's different from their own or in many different cultures, there can be... Well, why is it called third culture? Um, because they kind of, they don't belong to their culture of origin exactly, and they don't either belong to the culture where they live, and so they form almost this third culture in a sense. And so uh, for third culture kids, it can be somewhat traumatic and they can feel rootless. For some of them, it's a great experience, but for others, they find that it really has repercussions down the road and they, they just can't feel at home anywhere. So that, that would be, I, I guess, a negative. As far as common threads, we have researchers from so many different disciplines. So some of them are historians, some of them are geographers, we have even psychologists, we've had photographers. Um, it just, there are so many different ways that you can look at it and so many different things to find. You're an expat. Um, where are you from? I'm, originally? I'm originally from California. I have lived in various other countries as well. Yeah. And how has seeing, hearing, reading these stories from the archive affected your experience here as an expat? I would say I, I really, really enjoy it because some of the other places I've lived, there haven't been as many expats. And I felt sometimes isolated or not so much isolated as just so different, like there wasn't anyone around who could relate or understand and I come to the archive and I'm completely immersed in stories and surrounded by people who get the expat experience. And that has been really nice. Do you have a golden tip for expats then? Having been through these experiences and your own experience from your own experience too, what, what would your tip be to either somebody considering coming to the Netherlands or somebody who's just arrived here? Uh, my tip would be to not put specific expectations on yourself to feel a certain way or experience it in a certain way. There will be positives, there will be negatives, you'll have good days, you'll have bad days, and don't feel like it should be a certain way. Just feel those feelings and move on and know that tomorrow, tomorrow will be different and get better all the time. And just remind us, just as a final question, how people can get in touch with the Expat Archive and what sort of material you're looking for. Okay. We are looking for really anything that documents your expat experience, whether it's just a couple of letters or boxes and boxes from your basement. Um, and you can email us or call us. The um, don't have the number off the top of my head, but pr at expatarchive.com is the email address. And we would love to hear your stories. That's Sarah Bringhurst Familiar from the Expat Archive in The Hague. OK, now please remember to share the podcast with family and friends. As I mentioned, podcasts rely on you, dear listener, spreading the word. So please let people know.
Maybe you know people who are thinking about coming to the Netherlands. The podcast can be great fun for them too. And I would love to hear what you think of the podcast. You can email me here in Holland at gmail.com or WhatsApp me 0612-428387. The details are in the show notes and on the website hereinholland.com. If you haven't subscribed, then you can do so in your podcast app of choice and get all episodes to date and all new ones as they come out. And remember, dear expats, enjoy. The Netherlands is a great place to be. I've been using the hashtag, hashtag Netherlands is great. Tweet a cool pic with the hashtag and I'll collect it and publish it on the site. Okay, from me, Andy Clark, thank you for listening to the Here in Holland podcast and until the next time. Thank you.